0: The College Experience DJs Only/Best slash best Tight Ends Ever episode on the Sports scaling podcast network is presented by mybookie.ag. Las Vegas may be closed, but the mybookie casino is open 24/7. They're also home to the free $10,000 Blackjack Madness tournament. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by DGen Madness. Yeah, we're giving away $3,000 in our virtual NCAA tournament. The games will be streamed live with SGP commentary and betting lines from mybookie.ag. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash contest to enter your bracket. First game tips off Thursday, tonight, today, 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's sportsscalingpodcast.com backslash contest. We're also brought to you by Burrow, makers of the internet's favorite sofa. Get $75 off your purchase and free one-week shipping at burrow.com slash SGP. That's B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash SGP for $75 off at Burrow. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. You don't have to go to Vegas to buy Vegas bets. PropSwap is available in many states where there is no sports betting. Use the promo code SGP and you will get a 100% deposit bonus for up to $100. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at AcePerHead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Woo-wee. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Swinging, Dantabase dent, AKA Pick Dundee, and the motherfucking place to be. <laughs> That's not a pick. This is a pick. Yeah, buddy. Getting better? Getting there. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. If you're wondering who the other idiot is on this, on this microphone, give it up for. Oh, a burrito eating sideline kiss stealing a wheeling and dealing former former James Madison defensive back current douchebag give it up for Patty C in the place to be <laughs> <laughs> Look, Mud got in on that action. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just felt like you were just, uh, you know, had your face up in some, 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 some breast, you know. I was I was, I was muff diving
1: too. right there. That's what you guys just got. Yeah, buddy. What a, what, what a wild
0: time. We're I muff dived our audience. We're all quarantined. We're all fucked. Look, I was walking my dog yesterday. Yeah. Around 3 p.m. Yep. Walking him around Santa Monica. And I hear I'm walking past this house with the front door open. And I hear some dude Just yelling At a bunch of women Yeah Right And I hear like shit slamming Yeah So I like kind of stop Right outside the front The the front uh,
1: Concerned citizen that you are
0: Well and then A fucking woman comes out Who's got a fucking bloody nose Oof Right
2: Yeah Or a bloody lip I should say
0: And then the guy comes out uh, And like two other women Are trying to stop him It's three women and one guy Yeah and by this time, like you know, it's been a couple of minutes, so a couple of neighbors have joined me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I had to call the police. Wow! Three o'clock in the afternoon. This guy was hammered, man. Right? And he's uh, got the Corona blues. Well, he starts coming at us because we're calling the police. He's like, "What the fuck, are you guys gonna do about it?"
1: Like, <laughs> right? get law enforcement here.
0: Uh, here's the best part, though. First off, he comes over to us, and luckily, I had I had you know I'm on the phone. But yeah. I got mud waters, man. Mud waters representing hard for me. Boom. A few, a few aggressive barks. Yeah. He goes after this other guy to the left of me.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but he's got this girl trying to break it up at the same time. Like, girl's in the way, but he's trying to, like, come talk shit to us.
1: This dude is, uh, he's on
2: one.
0: Then the police come. Yeah. But as he sees them, like, 200 yards away, Yeah. he hops in his car and drives off.
1: Damn. So the cops started chasing him. Damn, presumably got him, and
0: that's the last I ever heard of the situation.
1: <laughs> hey, it is getting crazy out there, and it's getting close times, to home, man. Yep. Wild times. How about that uh, video you just showed me with uh, like a thousand tanks like lined up yeah, on the? What the fuck is happening outside of Los Angeles? Hey, I got a, I got a
0: rule. All right, put me as acting uh, president.
1: There you go. All right. The database, everything will be back in order in short. As first thing short I do, order. no
0: fucking cruise ships. All right. Yeah. What is this? There's a, a, like a Swedish cruise or some shit yeah. like c- coming into uh, Miami with like, s- with like 70% of their fucking people infected or right. something.
1: Assume that someone on a cruise ship like statistically is going to have it and then understand that you are stuck In a petri dish in the bad air. See,
0: because I don't buy into this science thing. It's just bad air. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's right. The earth is flat. There's a lot of bad air out there.
1: (laughs) Colby. uh, Can we stop the bad air? Colby went to the Donald Trump Academy. All right.
0: Stop the fucking bad air. All right. Uh, Look, it's a great time to be alive, despite all this madness, this craziness out there. Because we have our own form of madness. That's they right. might have took our March madness away from
1: us. Unfortunately. But they we did.
0: we went deep sea diving and came up with the D gen madness and it kicks off tonight. I'll be announcing it. I'm excited to to announce it, Patty C. Boom. I'm excited. The next, you know, couple weeks we're gonna bring you this. You know, it's the future of sports gambling, essentially.
1: D Sports.
0: I'm sure these viruses are only gonna pick up. I'm sure some fucking terrible terrorists are going to be like, Hey, why are we trying to fucking blow up shit when we can just send in some rat based virus? That's fucking like yeah. Courtney loves vagina. <laughs> just send it out into the world. I'm still convinced that it came from Courtney loves vagina.
1: Well, it didn't come from some bat probably where AIDS came from. That's probably where that's what
0: I'm saying, Oh, everything horrible started there.
1: <laughs> right. She's listening to this. Just like crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah.
0: It was her decision making. That's right. All right. It's not my fault. If I'm when the first thing I do when I'm presenting, when I'm presenting. <laughs> present teen. I'm on the first drink here, dude.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm gonna call it. The present teen. are the president Well, that's what Donald Trump is. He's a teen president, so he's <laughs> the president teen.
0: Uh, first thing I'm gonna do though is I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna shut down Courtney Love's vagina.
1: Boom. Right away, you've mm-hmm. like solved half the world's problems. That's what I'm right? saying. I might trade her. I'm going to try to do some foreign trade. You know what you've also done? I'll take a fucking... You've caused the world a bunch of problems there because the supply of pussy just dried up for half the men in the Western United That is true.
0: But I'm thinking I'd trade her for, like, fucking Persian rug or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) Sure. Like a real tiger skin rug or something.
1: Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking
0: about. (laughs) (laughs) You never want... Isn't it illegal to get, like, a real tiger skin rug? I think so. So on the black market, I, I, I show, trade, uh, Courtney love,
1: you could probably get a lot of value on the black market for that thing. Dude, That's a biological weapon. Look, man. I, yeah, exactly. It's a biological weapon. And then the tigers can sell robbed. that to Iran. That's what I'm saying. Holy man. shit. You'll get, you'll get a nuke back for that. Colby. And
0: look, you know, I'm not big on, on, uh, you know, killing tigers. I've never killed a tiger in my life. Sure. But I would, I mean, I would like to think that I would, if I was getting attacked by one. Yeah. But you gotta admit it's pretty badass if you step into a man's house, he's got a live tiger rug. You know what I mean?
1: Tiger skin rug. I guess it wouldn't be live at that point. But yeah,
0: but it's live as in like it's, it, it's it's not it's
1: not a fake. It's not a forgazi. Right, right. You know what I mean? A genuine tiger skin rug. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I always thought there's uh, some BDE there. I think of course, dude. Uh, what is it? Uh, King who's the, what's the King's name in uh coming to America? Uh, James Earl Jones. Oh man. King Mufasa or some shit. I don't know. That's that's Lion King. That's racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um But he's got the fucking <laughs> he's got the lion on his. Uh, I know what you're talking about. It's completely badass. Imagine yeah. walking James around. James Jones walking around with that with thing. the fucking lion, like actual yeah. lion head on your King shoulder. King Yeah. Jesser? Something. Yeah, Jaffe Jaffa. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: something like that. I thought you were gonna say. I thought thought you were gonna talk about King Ralph for a second. Remember King Ralph? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> Who the fuck is King Ralph? John now? Goodman movie I'm in, in the late eighties, early nineties. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, yeah, that is badass. So he's just walking around with a big ass line on his shoulder.
1: <laughs> King Ralph.
0: You got to love some King Ralph. You know what I mean? Very nice. Um, yeah. He, he kind of started the fat American trend. John Goodman. I think, uh, Belushi
1: might've even been, but he him. never
0: did like a sitcom. Like I'm saying, uh, what's the good John Good family, not family matters, but, uh,
1: the, there's there's a bunch no, of no the huge guys that one the king of queens
0: no the, the John Goodman's one with uh, Roseanne. Roseanne yeah that started it then king of queens then Mike and Molly fucking,
1: then Drew uh, Carey
0: show like all Uncle that shit yeah. from
1: uh, Fresh Prince yeah. well that, that, that's a black Homer guy. Simpson. I was talking about the, the fat, fat white, white guy. American yeah. okay
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh how you doing folks you excited you turned into this fucking episode <laughs> 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 all right look we got Gen madness happening um it's it's just it's kicking off we got odds out there i just wrote a piece at sports gambling podcast it's got all the odds out there patty see 30 teams your uva uh, wahoos coming in at the uh, plus 2600 you put 100
1: bucks on them you win 2600 boom i don't know that they're gonna get the respect they deserve I mean, I don't think you can uh anything can happen put into a video game coaching ability. Ooh, I agree. Yeah.
0: I agree. That's why I think my 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 under Well, first off, Kansas is the favorite and I you know, I having simulated one game where I got to see them against Dayton, I think it they're at +550. I think it's a smart play. Now, I will also say I have a couple other plays that I think Maryland. Remember if you listen to this uh to our college basketball podcast all year, I said, Maryland's the most, one of the most top five, most talented teams in the country. It's just, I don't trust Mark Turgeon. Well, guess what? It's a video game. I don't, <laughs> don't need to, to trust Mark
1: Turgeon.
0: Tur- uh, Turgeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: i Turd-gen.
0: Yes. I like Anthony Cowan. I think this team can, can plus 1700 sprinkle a hundred bucks on Maryland. Boom. You win $1,700. Um, obviously Seton Hall, not a bad play. And then if you want to get, you want to go for a D Gen only play, I'll say like Arizona or say LSU for a crazy D Gen only play. Um, so, well, let's get to the, you, yeah, you seem very
1: interested over there, buddy. Well, I'm just, I'm yeah. trying to figure out like, uh, like what the hell's going on? Well, who would win in this? Would it be, uh, Kansas, is presumably the most talented, you said Maryland, if we're not talking about, I mean, who who's who will go off, uh, three pointer wise? I think Peyton Pritchard. Pritchard could, uh, Kamara Baldwin of of Butler. Yeah, I, I I would have to see the video game uh, stats. And I, now let me ask you this: Were these already made? Because I know nothing like about the details of this. I'm kind of uh, they made the stats. Who did?
0: Uh, well, Kramer. The players were in there. Kramer altered the stats to try to
1: reflect reality yeah, yeah and then kramer also did like 200 300 simulations now is kramer like so, let me so ask he you rigging this. this is that what you're is saying is he rigging this <laughs> like is there a bookie that's going to come break kramer's knees um no we're our lines are over at my A G. yeah
0: we are in bed with them but once again like if you've done this many simulations you kind of have an idea
1: who's who are the uh are the numbers out there as far as the uh, lines are up so tonight's
0: games, Patty C. Yeah. We got uh, Michigan Butler. Butler is a three and a half point favorite. It opened at two and a half, but the action has been going towards Butler.
1: Give me Kamar to go off. I like it too.
0: I, I was back in Butler. I will say three and a half is getting up there. though. Two, I liked it better at two and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. I'm still going to ride it, but I don't know that I would go much further than three and a half. Yeah. If it hits four, I don't think I'm hitting it. I'm with you. Um, then later in the night, we got North Carolina, Gonzaga, Gonzaga, a ten and a half point favorite. I like North Carolina in the points. Yeah.
1: Especially in a video game.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm all over that.
1: I it, wonder, uh, no, when he did the, um, I guess adjustments. And then I guess he based his adjustments off of the performance of the simulations. Is that accurate? I, 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 I think so. Okay. So he tried to adjust the statistics to reflect what would actually
2: what well, has and, been happening. And then he
0: anyway. went to his college basketball experts, me and NC Nick, and said, are my undervaluing players? Yeah. And I thought he was completely undervaluing. He had uh Kamar Baldwin and Xavier Simpson at the same level. Yeah. I said, dude, you gotta drastically bump or or take down Xavier Simpson a little bit, but also bump up Kamar Baldwin. He's a lot better than Xavier Simpson. Yeah. Uh Peyton Pritchard, I thought he undervalued, so we had to go up on Peyton Pritchard. Um, so we went around each team, 30 teams, me and NC Nick, and we just thought, uh, you know, made notes on which which players we thought yeah, should be uh, better valued or, or, or worse valued.
1: You know it would be fun? What's that? Is if the, uh, it's all on NBA 2K.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not, are you able to, like, make fake teams on that? I'm not sure. Interesting. I think so, though. So they may be, like, playing on generic teams or NBA teams, potentially, or... Are they on their actual college team? No,
0: they're actually on their college team in the college court and everything.
1: Okay, so yeah. NBA 2K20 has yeah. the college teams in it.
0: Uh, I think someone hacked in there through the internet and
1: did that. <laughs> through the interwebs. The, yeah. These people out there are too fucking smart. Exactly, man.
0: The, the world's getting crazy. but then, then on Friday, we got Ohio State-Auburn, the 8-9 matchup. Auburn currently a one and a half point favorite. I know you said you liked Auburn coming into this game. Sure. I'm going to back Ohio State. We have some difference.
1: Boom. What's the, what's the uh, line on that one? Auburn minus
0: one and a yeah, half.
1: Auburn is definitely getting the cover on that. You're out of your mind. I know Ohio state is turning on. You're going with the used car salesman, but you, yeah, I am. I'm going, I want to buy that. You car. got that sky blue Buick out front. You know <laughs> That's what I mean? Right. <laughs> 300,000 miles does not bother me.
0: Uh, and then later in the day we have Washington Baylor. The rematch, Washington did beat Baylor in the regular season in real life. November 5th. Uh, Baylor minus nine. I'm taking the points, taking Washington in the points.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, how much though can this video game factor in the fact that Baylor has shit the bed down the stretch? That's true. That's a good point. If we're talking about mid season Baylor and that's what the game is, uh, saying they're going to look like then give me Baylor with the points. But right now, if, if, uh, somehow this video game is smart enough to take yeah. into account and they're shitting the bed down the stretch then yeah I'll, I'll take Washington. Yeah, I agree buddy. I think that's the play.
0: Check out DJ Madness, podcast.com lines up on mybookie.ag. I'm really I, I'm dude, I'm, I did a simulation of this. I'm really uh actually really excited for it, man.
1: You should so check it out tonight. Mybookie.ag right? Look. That is kind of fun. It's hilarious. Yeah. You know, when you actually
0: see I there. was a bit of a skeptic coming into it. They had told me about this idea and I was like, "I don't know about this shit."
1: Well, and, what else is there to do? Is well, I know that I was going
0: to do it regardless, but I was like in my head, I was like, I don't know if I can have that much fun with this. Yeah. Then I went over there. We did the simulation. You know, me, Sean, Ryan, and well, the booth, When you're announcing. fucking around
1: with the stats themselves, like reflecting like your actual opinions in it, oh yeah, that becomes fun. There you go. Bro. And you people out there that trust Kobe D. Yeah. So yeah. I gave
0: who's your big man again for uh, UVA again? Uh huh. I gave him a, a twenty in, in uh, out of a hundred in rating. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, he's coming back next year. You're going to regret that. You're going to regret that he's going to be, uh, I watched that guy's American. offensive
0: game too much. And I was like, he's fucking horrible. He can gun from deep. He's not just cause we watched that one game. He's he, scored, not really he started out with 17 the, the team's first 17 points. <laughs> that's the only time that ever happen in his fucking life.
1: That <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, yeah, buddy. I'm excited. I'm really excited for this. So get in. Hey, by the way, if you enter in this bracket, you can win three thousand dollars. We're gonna have you enter a bracket after this, Patty C. Uh, boom, win three thousand cold hard cash. I'm all about it. Pay me. Boom. All right, this is our uh, this is our top ten episode of uh, top ten. We did top ten quarterbacks, if you, college and pro. We did top ten running backs, college and pro. We did top 10 wide receivers, college and pro all time in our lifetime that we've seen. And we have that all up over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Check out the college experience uh, and any podcast uh, feed, check out the college experience. So now we move to the tight end position, which I know Patty sees a big fan of that name. Tight end.
1: I love a tight end (laughs) on a woman.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, but before I get there, I want to tell you that the college experience on the sports gambling podcast (laughs) network is well, you know, we're brought to you by an old familiar name. Mybookie.ag. Look, Las Vegas is closed for the first time. Vegas casinos are all closed, which is crazy. But you know what is you, you know what casino is open 24 7 and accessible from the comfort of your home. That's right, mybookie.ag casino. They're even running a free ten thousand dollar blackjack madness tournament. You can bet on DGen Madness games at mybookie.ag as well, including live lines. We're gonna have live lines going in the mybookie uh, uh, DGen Madness. They got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful twenty four seven customer service team. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to a thousand dollars. That means if you deposit two thousand, you'll get an extra thousand dollars in free money to play with. All you have to do is enter the promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get your extra cash from my bookie. You you bet you win. You get paid over at mybookie.ag. Nice. They're still doing it. Still fucking. Doing you guys
1: it. remember? You know when it went down. Who held you down for your gambling addiction?
0: Yes, was exactly.
1: It, was it your fucking local yeah. bookie? No.
0: But we're not going to give you some $1,200 stimulus package shitters, whatever the fuck they call that yeah, thing. This
1: is America. This is a capitalist society. You fucking go make your money. Exactly. You study the sports. You study the esports. Yeah. And you fucking stay above this thing. And when everyone else is falling down, yeah. you're the one that thrives, you know? Look,
0: we're out here on this station giving you good air. Yeah. Not giving you that bad air. I hear that. Everyone
1: <laughs> else is breathing.
0: <laughs> uh, we're fucking idiots. Um Buddy, um before we dive into our top 10. Yeah, buddy. college. we're going to start with college, I think. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Mike Loxley. Yeah. Maryland head coach. I was getting I got into some twi- Twitter, <laughs> Twitter Twitter beefs. Yeah, man. This guy is 6 and 40 all time as a head coach. <laughs> 6
1: and 40 that's very bad what has maryland's record been over the past few years have they regressed immediately under his uh, guns
0: oh yeah they were like five and seven the year before and they almost beat ohio state remember the incomplete pass
1: was that that was under durkin's watch right No, that was under matt
0: canada who was durkin's oc okay so they had
1: fucking uh man they've had like a a revolving door for that head coach job well by well yeah some of those things but Even like Edsel. Edsel was a sh- a short stay relatively. And then fucking obviously Durkin had that That's Durkin it. had
0: it going good. He I think took him to a bowl.
1: Yeah, Durkin Durkin had it going in the right direction. Obviously that that
0: You know where Durkin is occurrence now
1: Occurrence didn't help him. Uh where is he now? Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin. Interesting. I think he he got a bit of a bad rap there. Um, I did I did too, actually. But yeah. uh in terms of like a scumbag rep two scumbag reputations coming together. Oh yeah. Warranted or not. You I like Terrell what they're Buckley
0: doing. as a defensive backs coach. Oh
1: man. All <laughs> Miss is just going all in on it. <laughs> By
0: the way, check out my coach rankings, uh, off season coach rankings at sports gambling podcast. Coaching higher rankings. Yeah. Coaching higher. The off season hires. Yeah. I go through all of them. Yeah. Um, let's just to let you know, I gave Lane Kiffin a C. Oof.
1: Slap in the face to all you people down in Oxford, Mississippi. You think he's going to be a good hire? I don't. I mean, here's the thing. I think Lane Kiffin is a decent coach. You know, I think he's, I think he's above average, you know, (laughs) he's given a lot of opportunity. So it's hard to say, but the guy is at least familiar with driving a big, big name program. You know, it's not like he's going to walk in there and be like, he can't handle like the glad hand. He's in a conference now
0: with uh, Jimbo Fisher yeah. Nick Saban, Mike Leach, Coach O, and uh, you know, obviously uh whatever Arkansas is doing. You know Sam what? Pittman.
1: I think he'll do fine for what Ole Miss what realistic Ole Miss expectations are. I think he's
0: gonna recruit fairly well. I think and I would not be surprised if some
1: players are getting paid. Yeah, oh my gosh, of course. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he can manage to average like six and a half wins there, you know, even in the SEC West. I think if you schedule
0: well, you get four out of conference. Yeah,
1: poor, poorly enough out of conference, you get a, a good draw. So he's got to win two games. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, two or three I games. think he'll pull out an upset or two every year. You know, okay, out of that SEC West.
0: Who will be better this year? Year one, Mississippi State or Ole Miss? I think Mississippi
1: State would be better. I think Mike Leach, you walk in and that offense is automatically. He's got late. KJ
0: Costello coming. in. Yeah, so. that too. But they got to learn it. It's they got to learn it. And now with this virus, that everything might be cut down. We might not even have a fucking season. But I'm saying that's
1: true. This does fuck with the learning curve a little bit for the new coaches. For all the new coaches, yeah. yeah.
0: Especially, like, schematically when you're putting in a... Advanced advanced schematics, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's true. That's true. Mike Mike Leach might have a uh, bumpy first season unless uh, he's working behind the scenes right now.
0: Unless his virus gets cut out. That's right. Unless this bad
1: air goes away.
0: Well, hold on. Mike Loxley, year one. I mean, I thought this hire was horrible from the start.
1: Well, I'll give Maryland the pass on this one because... Loxley is maybe regionally speaking, the most effective recruiter for anyone like super talented area. And Maryland has You're a shit to be talent. able to coach buddy. Yeah. If he can hire coordinators, then that's he what hired
0: you. Scotty Montgomery.
1: Yeah. He should have been hired as their <laughs> recruiting coordinator, <laughs> not their head coach, but
0: Oh man, I can't wait to talk college football, dude. Like I, like I'm almost of the opinion when we get done these top 10 lists, We might just go team by fucking team, all 130 teams. Fuck it. We got time, baby. Time is on our side. But then what happens if there's no season? Then we just gave away information
1: for nothing. It was good for us. What do you think the odds are that we have a fucking season? I'm not going to jinx it, bud. I'm going to say a prayer. I'm going to worship the football gods at the same time as I worship my god. I think they're the same thing. Yeah. I think God and I have been praying to,
0: uh, what's his name? Uh, the bears guy, uh, started the bears, uh, George, Hallis? George, George Halas for a long time. <laughs> people, some people have Jesus Christ. I have George, George. Halas. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, you, you mean to tell me you haven't been
1: doing that? I I've, thought that. I've, I've said of a, me a and my brothers, brothers were
0: doing that shit for a long time. <laughs> Dear God, AKA George Halas. <laughs>
1: Can you please, please take yeah. uh, these Have, sissy ass rules yeah. away from football? Exactly.
0: And please, please don't ever let tech Mobile get harmed. You know, <laughs> right. please. Uh, but no, I'm serious. I'm, I'm excited for college football. Uh, I've been, I've been going through the vaults.
1: You came over here last night. I was watching games. Colby was digging deep last night. I'm going game by game the whole year. This guy's got time. <laughs> when you talk about time on your side, <laughs> <laughs> What else are you going to do? You sit
0: there and watch reruns of the feud like you're doing over there?
1: I'm, I'm cranking. My meat is just a twisted up fucking noodle of death over here. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just having sex nonstop? Well, like your, your, your girl. With Rosie and the five friends. Your girl friends. comes home from work. I'm having an orgy with uh, Rosie and her five friends <laughs> <laughs> about three times a day.
0: Oh, man best sitcom of all time. Go.
1: Ooh, uh, Seinfeld. What about biggest guilty pleasure mm. sitcom? I mean, is it even considered a guilty pleasure right off the top of my head? Like three's company. What like, about
0: Alf? <laughs> Alf is a fun Alf? one.
1: Dude. Alf could only exist in the eighties. That's right. Dude, an alien comes to
0: fucking Detroit <laughs> and the neighbors are cool with it. Right.
1: No one thinks neighbors can't even it.
0: handle a fucking bad air virus. You know what I mean? In reality. But only in the eighties they're like, yeah, fucking cool. That's just alien how, right. fucking weird ass dog. The eighties were all about the aliens between that E. T., you yeah. know?
1: Yeah, the, the space age thing was the, really big in the eighties.
0: The friendly alien? Come on, humans yeah. would never be that friendly. We're not even friendly to fucking other countries.
1: Nah, you know what I mean? Friendly to our fucking family members. Yeah,
0: I mean, I just saw a fucking chicken punch in the face essentially yesterday. I didn't see the punch, but I saw.
1: Right, we got to go to Alf's planet. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> this is the college experience.
0: Look, the college experience is brought to you by the D Gen Madness. We're giving away three thousand dollars on a virtual NCAA tournament. These games are simulated on NBA Two K and streaming live with SGP commentary, game lines, and live lines from my bookie. Going on nonstop. 30 teams in the tournament. The tourney tips tonight, Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. So get those brackets in now. sportsgamblingpodcast.com, Podcast.com backslash contest. That's sports backslash contest to win three thousand friggin' dollars. Do it. All right. Top ten college tight ends. I feel like Alf would be a fucking tight end.
1: Alf? He's got a he's got a some tailback. You're thinking tailback. He's got bulk. I can see him at fullback. I can see. I can see, Alpha's a ni- mean pulling guard. Yeah. What
0: about what about uh, what about John Goodman and uh, Roseanne? D tackle.
1: <laughs> John Goodman's a, a D tackle. I think you, Roseanne you're, you're, could be guard. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she I can doesn't see, have she like long enough arms right? to like pass block, but <laughs> get her on a pull. Uh-huh. She'll, re- she'll she'll clean out a hole for you. And Seinfeld, you got anybody playing football? Maybe uh, uh maybe uh Kramer could be like uh <laughs> I don't think Kramer's playing football. He could be like don't think he s- could be on your kick block team. I He's can tall. see Costanza. 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 is your kicker. coach. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else sitcom wise? Huh? Oh uh,
1: man. I, Homer Simpson. What did he play? Homer Simpson was. Homer Simpson was a quarterback. I feel like I don't know what the fuck Homer Simpson. What's the stupidest position on the field? There, there's a question we should ask.
0: Uh, running back, maybe.
1: I think that, I think when it comes to Wonderleg scores, actually wide receiver is, though. Idiots too. Yeah. Just anywhere you, you made a great point in the last episode on that. Yeah, they're well, they're, they're definitely the biggest assholes on the field.
0: All right, college football top ten tight ends.
1: Uh, number rock, ten. Baby. Let's start. Let's 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 go. You start it, buddy. All right, my number ten. Okay, and keep in mind Let me qualify this by saying And especially as it comes to these tight ends Like I I, I Try to jog my memory by looking up Lists of some of the greatest tight ends of the last 30 years, et cetera, et etc You know, making sure I'm not missing anyone And I just skipped over a lot of The top of other people's lists and said, you know what I don't remember them that much They're not on my fucking list Of top tight ends. Is that fair? To some of the guys that produce great numbers? No, but it's my list. So fuck you guys.
0: Oh, uh, you sound like Bon Jovi. Yeah, it's my, my list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: Jeez, uh, I'm never going to do that again.
1: Um That was better than and, your Aussie and, impression. And <laughs> <laughs> go.
0: Go with All it, right, t- number 10.
1: Ben Troop out of Florida. Uh interesting. Kind of like uh uh prototypical in terms of like didn't stand out to me. No. He was a I mean, huge he was good, body. I, I
0: knew he was good, and he I'm was
1: athletic. That? I he he was noticeable. He wasn't like a a take over the game type. But yeah, he was I knew, like I knew a, he'd be
0: playing in the NFL. But yeah,
1: I, he was a factor that you always had to like take into account within you know defending that scheme. So he was a good fucking player. Who was he under? Was he a was he a Zook? Uh, I think he was a Zook. Yeah, makes he, sense, right? He was a talented guy. Zook of all. Uh, all the Florida coaches uh, obviously was a little more run centric. And so a tight end would be featured a little more in that offense. Um, And uh, yeah, he was just a a prototypical wide receiver or a tight end rather. And I thought he was uh, a threat.
0: This isn't my number 10, but I would have took Lonnie Johnson from Florida state over him Mm. back in the Bowden era.
1: Okay. I don't remember Lonnie that well. Mm.
0: But um, my number ten because I think yours is terrible, okay. absolutely fucking terrible. Okay, I'm gonna go to Boulder, Colorado. Who do you got? And I, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I do like Colorado, but I think this guy probably, probably the uh, the best blocking. Nah, not the best. Maybe the best. Actually, no, he might be the best blocking tight end in my college top ten. Daniel Graham, Colorado. Nice big NFL career, but he was a pass catching. He, they, he, in the NFL, he was strictly mainly blocking tight end. Yeah. Uh, at Colorado under Gary Barnett. he was both,
1: he got fed the rock.
0: Remember that Nebraska game where they fuck up Nebraska. Mm-hmm. He got off in that game. Boom. um, he still was a beast, absolute beast. And it, like I said, I think 10, 12 year NFL career, something like that. Mainly for the Patriots and the Broncos. Yeah. You got a few chips on that, on that hand starting tight end for the, uh,
1: D dot Graham for the Broncos, uh for the Patriots, uh, for too. The Patriots. Before
0: before they got Gronk, the early Patriots teams, he was their tight he end. He was their tight hey. starting
1: tight end. Hit me with your number nine. Number nine. Uh gosh, you know what? I'm gonna pull an audible here. Mm. You know, and because I'm doing this, Ben Troop, obviously he probably should have been number eleven, but I didn't want to put two Notre Dame guys right in a row to start my list. So I decided it was between Tyler Eifert and uh, Kyle Rudolph. Uh-huh. Kyle Rudolph. the I think he's better. The bit better blocker, effective receiver. He probably is better. And so if I, I guess was I,
0: drafting a team. I'll take Rudolph. I'm
1: first. going back and forth. Eifert is so tall and can jump really high, uh, but he's not nearly the physical like blocking presence. And Rudolph is a, a great receiver too. So, oh, yeah. you know what? I'm going to stick with Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph at Notre Dame. Number nine. It's a good. That's a good pick. He's what probably six two, six three. So he's not a yeah, uh, f- fucking really good tight end. Yeah, he's a beast.
0: Uh, my number nine jerked off outside of a Target. Ooh. Um, and he me? also. Then he, <laughs> How'd you know? And about then that? on the not funny tip, he also raped a homeless woman. Ooh. Tight end is the so far the, the sketchiest position as far as when I go through this. <laughs> we got some characters. And
1: oh. this one is Kellen Winslow Jr. at Miami. Who uh you were showing me some clips of uh his dad uh Kellen Winslow Sr. obviously yeah. and Dan Fouts getting after it.
0: Oh, the classic. <laughs> Tippy toeing like a motherfucker.
1: <laughs> right. I guess Fouts was more the asshole back then, but I'm sure uh I'm sure
0: he had great reason.
1: Yeah. That's what true. What if he
0: didn't break through his route or something? You know,
1: you know <laughs> kind like, curse a guy out. That's true, but well, all I'm saying is the apple may not have fallen super far from the tree. If, uh, Kellen Winslow senior may have been a bit of a prick too. Yeah. I have no idea if that's the case.
0: Doesn't mean he was raping women and jerking out, jerking yeah. off outside of convenience stores, yeah, raping, I mean,
1: hey, uh, homeless women, homeless, like 60 some odd the year old. Fuck? No CTE
0: there. Yeah, I <laughs> think there's a lot of CTE there. Jesus. <laughs> but Kellen Winslow was junior was nasty in college. I think he was the better out of all three in college. He was better than Shocky. He was better than, uh, what's his Papa name? Papa Franks. Papa Franks and the, the, the Panthers tight end that was announcing XFL. Olson. Greg Olson. Yeah. I think he was the best of, of the Miami tight ends. I agree. Though.
1: I've got him a little bit higher. Okay. And when, you say, when I say a little bit, I mean significantly higher. Wow. All right. Next, your number eight. My number eight. Again, Um, remember him being a factor here. A lot of what I'm putting him here on is just, Almost the hype he got during the draft, you know, Um, because he didn't stand out super, you know, I wasn't constantly watching Vernon Davis, Mm. uh, you know, dominate at Maryland. I I don't really remember him much at Maryland. Right. But the amount of press that he got coming out of going into the draft. Yeah. Made it seem like he was, you know, he ran like a four, four. So he was there with Ralph Friedman. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. He was a fucking freak uh, physically. Obviously that translated, um, somewhat well when he was not being a a piece of shit in the pros, you know, (laughs) not being a prima Donna, then he was super effective as a pro at times. He was a very good pro. Yeah. I feel like he was a better pro than he was college. I I would agree with that. I just think that, you know, he had, I I do remember him a little bit in college, but I remember more of, you know, the hype and there probably wasn't a more hyped tight end coming out of college. So I don't know if that's a good enough reason to have him above some of these other guys, but there was enough. He of didn't an make impact. my top 10. Okay. But hey, I think
0: tight. end might be the most contrast we have.
1: Yeah. Any position it's so a far. tough one, you know, cause it's like, uh, there's not as blatant. Like, I mean, offensive line is going to be fucking impossible. Oh, I don't yeah. even know how, are we going to do that? We can do pro. Yeah, I can't really. I I got a couple guys in college that I remember being. Like Orlando freaks. Pace, I remember being nasty. You know who was Ogden? nasty? Yeah. Rob, yeah, Jonathan Ogden was nasty. Robert Gallery. Mm. When I watched that motherfucker's uh, mm. college tape, he'd be like 15 yards downfield, just either blocking the offensive lineman that he engaged at the line of scrimmage or going out and getting a corner and like sending him into the stands.
0: Nebraska had a great offensive lineman. I think his name was Zach Weigert or Weigert. Yeah. He played in the pros, but he wasn't as dominant in the pros as I thought he was gonna be.
1: Zach Weigert, yeah. Nebraska. Yeah. Nick Mangold, Ohio State. Yeah. I, I, he was a fucking animal in the pros. Yeah. What about Debrickshaw the Ferguson? There you go. Hell. Right. Well, we'll get to this next episode.
0: Okay. Uh look, my number eight is a guy out of Arizona State. Good pro career. Yeah. Todd Heap. Oh yeah. At Arizona State. This guy made some fucking catches that were unfucking
2: believable. Yeah.
0: And let's just like Arizona state. There's always a, t- a lot of talent coming out of there that a lot of people don't realize. Yeah. Uh, I think he was there. Who, I don't know that he was there. I think it was after the plumber days. It might've been, uh, who was their quarterback after plumber? Uh, I can't remember. I know it, but I
1: don't know it who, uh, Arizona, Arizona state cool. right after, after fucking a, man The base like Ryan. Was. He-
0: it's not Ryan Healy. That's
1: our friend, right? Uh, yeah. It's Shout out to Ryan Healy. Yeah, you are the fucking man.
0: Healy or something? or I, I can't remember. Keeley. Keeley. Ryan Keeley. Just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Heap was a monster in college. It was great. Great pro career, too. The, Heap the, is a yeah.
1: uh, microcosm of uh, Arizona State as a whole, as a school, um, and maybe as a state itself. Lots of fucking talent, specifically Arizona State. Mm-hmm. And and they're women. Lots of fucking talent. Yeah. Kind of Oh yeah. Maybe a little lackluster in terms of the mental element of the game. Mm-hmm. No CTE there. Yeah. Um <laughs> lots of uh <laughs> You know, fucking alcohol and drugs and uh, fake tan. Lots of BDE rays. there. Yeah, lots of BDE <laughs> there for sure. Even though Big Dick Nick was at Arizona, he was a wildcat. Yeah, I'm but, sure he uh, went
0: down to Tempe on, on, oh my on God. Thursday nights. He slayed so many yeah, bitches in pitches. I'm sure he went in Arizona there and just State. went to Plowtown. Uh huh. Um, yeah. So Todd the, Heap, though, man, he was in a, a great good pro. Very good pro kind yeah. of an underrated pro Ravens, right? Yeah. Ravens. Yeah. Maybe Cardinals late in his career, but mostly
1: Ravens. Yeah, big, big lumbering tight end. Good for a catch over the middle drag route. Yeah. Good hands. Saw Very A bunch of those with him.
0: All right. Go to number seven.
1: Uh, seven. Probably not statistically, uh, you know, the most impressive, but um, certainly got the media hype and had the body. Johnny had, Mitchell, Nebraska. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Had the attitude. Played on winners. Jeremy Shockey was on championship teams at Miami.
0: Uh, He almost made my list just on the outside. Yeah. Problem was the stats weren't there. Yeah. But uh, I agree. Shockey was one that we, uh, right when I watched him play.
2: Yeah. You're like, I he's in the pros. He's
0: going to be very
1: good in the pros. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He
0: even was better than I thought he'd be in the pros.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Managed to focus up for uh, an extended period of time. He was a jackass though. He was a jackass. Like, he
0: was a very good tight end, but he had that receiver like asshole syndrome.
1: Yeah. Like Big a lot time. of shit talking. Yeah, he was a complete asshole. Yeah.
0: It doesn't happen that often with tight ends, I feel like. It's happening more and more though,
2: maybe. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh
0: my number seven is Chase Kaufman, Kelsey. Missouri. Kelsey's a piece of I shit. can't stand I told you. That's like my most disliked player in the NFL yeah. game. <laughs> and I was rooting for the Chiefs to win.
2: But yeah.
0: damn, is it hard to root for that team with that guy on it?
1: Yeah. Uh, number seven for me is chase Kaufman. I don't mind him as much as you do. I think he's kind of funny, but he, he strikes me as a douchebag, but chase Kaufman. See there, there's a guy statistically, right? Nasty. That blows away everyone. Something yeah. like 250 catches or something in he college, was
0: nasty in college. And he also, you know, he, got a, he played in the NFL for seven years. Yeah. Bounced around a lot, but I mean, won the John Mackey award in 2008. Who was
1: coach? was it a, uh, Pinkle? Gary Pinkle, Pinkle was still there. Okay.
0: Dude, this guy, this guy had some money numbers just all around in college, just killing it. Um, also his brother played quarterback at K State under the great Bill Snyder, aka Bernie Lomax. <laughs> but no, this guy was absolutely nasty in college. If you remember watching Missouri those days, even when they had a uh, uh, Chase, uh, who was their quarterback?
1: Oh, uh, was it Blaine Gowert? No, 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 he was afterwards, no, right? No, 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 no. The guy when they were uh, Chase three, McDaniel. Uh, Chase Daniel Chase Daniel Yeah, yeah. Mick Daniel Whatever <laughs>
0: uh, Go to your number six number. You don't have
1: Kaufman on your list, do you? I don't
0: You sandbagging son I douche. saw
1: him listed on the top uh, Number one on several lists And I said Or at least on one list And I said You know, I don't remember him that well He's not making my list mm. Look, I'm not going to sit here and claim I am the Master, uh, of tight end fucking, uh, scouting and analysis. I'm going off of you're the master baiter towards a somewhat layman's fucking, uh, I, we claim to be fucking experts. Colby knows this shit. I've watched a lot of football, but I'm not sitting there watching the tight ends. Maybe I watched their cute little butts run around the field. Oh, I knew it. But I knew it. as far as their actual production on the field, if if they catch my eye, they catch my eye. They're not the focal point of the fucking game for me. Mm. Um, number six catching my eye for different reasons. Aaron Hernandez. He's on my list. Very nice. Very nice. Great tight end. Obviously, it's super athletic, super threat, played in a system that, you know, was able to utilize him and really let him shine. He killed it. Um and then he killed some other people too. <laughs> so, uh Aaron he Hernandez. Killed he, <laughs> killed a, he killed it in life. Killed it in life. He killed it and then he all right, he killed himself. That's fucked up. Um, um Okay. I, I agree with
0: that. Cause he was nasty. That's one. Like when you watched him on, on film, you were like, yeah, he's going to be, he's going to be in the pros too.
1: Yeah. He was, I was a little concerned with his ability to actually play the tight end position in the pros. He struck me more as like a, a little yeah, H yeah. back type, but uh damn good.
0: My number six is the guy from Virginia. Heath Miller. Nice. Look, I hate Virginia. I don't want to give them credit. There you go. Well, I didn't like them under Previous head coach. I like Bronco Mendenhall. Yeah, and since you guys are haters on me,
1: I wasn't. I was with you the whole time. Don't don't throw that shade on me. I was with you the whole time, Your brother. Yeah, my brother throws a little shade, and I get where my brother's coming from. Which is, yeah. I think, if you watch a Bronco Mendenhall press conference, you get it a little more. But they just played for the ACC championship. No, he's a great coach. But I, my brother, my brother went to business school, right, and he sees Bronco Mendenhall using like little. Business school Like Mantras and shit Like trying to like Convince but his does he want to win Players that like They need to do like Corporate synergy Type things You know to Your win And he's like God this guy's a fucking dude Winners to... Apparently he does Because he's a UVA lover But uh He, he hates Brian
0: Cardinal hun- <laughs> NBA champion Brian, Brian Cardinal,
1: Cardinal. <laughs> Let's uh All We're right. gonna have to cut this clip out And make sure he listens <laughs> to this Because no one else knows Who the fuck Brian Cardinal is I, I don't insult our fan base <laughs> I think they do know who Brian Cardinal is, Maybe the former the
0: former Purdue Boilermaker. <laughs> Looked like he was 75 years old in, in fucking college. Uh, Heath Miller was really good, though, and he played, I believe that was Al Groh years, right? Yeah. Al Groh knew how to utilize a tight end. He did. They had a shit offense,
1: but they still. I actually think uh, when they had, uh, what was it, uh, Alvin Pierman? Yeah. And then and Wally back. Lundy and then fucking Matt Schaub and that's Heath a good, Miller. that's a talented offense. They should have been and better. And a Brickishaw Ferguson. They 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 beat UVA. They they were really good that one year. They they should have beaten. In fact, they did beat Texas Tech in that bowl game. Um and they should have finished like with ten wins that year. But they got fucking jobbed. Um go back and watch that. A lot of fumbles that I like think so they didn't beat Texas Tech? They lost. They lost the bowl game. But no. they played they outplayed them like one hundred percent. Anyway, that was a, a flash in the pan for Al Gro, because, uh, not that good of a college coach. Um, not that good of a pro coach either. Yeah. <laughs> Decent recruiter. Um, but, um, surprisingly for an old codger. Um, but,
0: but I remember Heath Miller standing, like jumping off to Heath me Miller's higher
1: on my list. Yeah. I'll get to him in a minute. Okay. All right. Uh, my number five. Yeah. Jermaine Gresham, Oklahoma. Mm. Um, fucking stud. Yeah. He's, just, high, he's, uh,
0: he's on my list too. Gotcha. He's higher up.
1: Okay. He's gigantic, um, and I think that's the thing that stood out most. I mean, he could reach a huge, like, uh, catch radius. Obviously, was like 6'6", six, six, um, and looked bigger than that. Um, yeah. And uh, athletic, knew how to use his body, like, really just kind of a man among boys while he was on the field. And uh, played in an offense that Oklahoma's always been able to you utilize, know, utilize yeah. every position on the field. and uh, He was unbelievable to me. Yeah, he was great.
0: I'll touch on that in a second. My number five. Look, you were speaking of used cars. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go use, you got to go with the Mercedes Mercedes Lewis. Okay. UCLA. This is a guy. Once again, this is see, I combine mine with stats and I also combine mine with when I
1: just watched the game. Yeah. He was silky smooth. Yeah. He, you know what he was to me that, that kept him off my list. What's that? Soft as fucking butter. To but me,
0: to me, more athletic than almost everyone on this list.
1: Yeah, he was a great athlete, and I and I recall it's not that I missed his college career. I recall him being in the spotlight, and you know, kind of deserving a lot of the praise that he got. But to me, he just seemed like a fucking still wide has, receiver still in the NFL, still doing good. Wide receiver in a fucking tight end's body. Mm.
0: There's nothing wrong with that.
1: I guess so. <laughs> if you're
0: getting the stats.
1: Yeah. If you're getting the numbers. And if you're filling the stats sheet up, but if you're looking for blocking. He had a good NFL career. He's still playing. He still starts with the Packers, right? Yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to shit on him too hard. He he was he would be on the fringe of my list. Yeah. All right, we'll go to your number four. My number four. Here's a shocker. Here's one that uh I doubt you're gonna agree with. But you know what? This is why it's my list and not yours. So fuck <laughs> you in advance. What's that? Uh, Jake, Butt, at Michigan,
0: yeah, he's not in my top 30.
1: You made a top 30. <laughs> no, I made a top like 14, but I know you probably wouldn't be in my top 30. Jake, Butt, like really just in terms of also a college prototype, you know, maybe not a pro prototype, probably could have used another inch or two and maybe another 20 pounds to be a, a pro prototype, but fast, strong, tight ends are like the alpha males of the football field. In terms of like when you see them in real life And they're like 6'5 and like kind of like They have like six packs and are diesel and shit mm-hmm. and you're just like holy fuck I wouldn't fuck with that dude Jake Butt is that guy and he's like Fast he goes and gets the ball He's got good hands he can also block like a Motherfucker and he played in a system That like Harbaugh fucking uh, Loves to let that dude Shine so and I guess uh, even Hoke before that so See I remember Jay Ramiersma, but Better at Michigan yeah. I thought it was better
0: well, the one that really jumped off the screen to me.
1: There you go. Fair enough. Michigan, you would figure should have produced a lot more tight ends. They should be littered all over the list.
0: I also remember a tight end from uh, that didn't make my list that that. Remember Lavelle Pinkney from Texas? I
1: remember the name quite well. He was good. Yeah. He, I
0: You know, he's probably just outside my top 10. But my number, what are we on Four?
1: Yeah, you're number four.
0: Well, you talked about him before. He's killing people outside of the str- on the streets, killing it in Gainesville, he's killing it in fucking everywhere. Uh, we got Aaron Hernandez here. What have you? Yeah, Connecticut, Florida, yeah. fucking killing it right now in fucking hell. Good um, God,
1: heaven, God bless. Hopefully, forgiveness. Sorry, Aaron Hernandez. I don't anyone I anyone have who... any
0: forgiveness for a guy that killed multiple yeah. people.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope he's uh, you know.
1: Paying for uh, his sins.
0: There we go. Some shit like that. Give me Aaron Hernandez at four. Look, I I said this before. He jumped off the screen to me. Uh, He was kind of a hybrid. I think you, in a way, you could kind of, I think Mercedes Lewis, you said receiver. I think Hernandez had a little bit of that. Uh, Kind of like a wide receiver in a big time tight end, tight end's body. So uh, Hernandez probably would have been higher had he stayed.
1: Uh, He came out early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I got Hernandez at number four. I think we uh we skipped our uh, mid uh our number five ad read there. You want to?
0: Oh shit, you're fucking well on top of it. I'm. We're gonna save it for the
1: top three. You know, it's like there we go. You know, the tension builds and then boom. Exactly.
0: Uh, I want to tell you guys that the uh, sports gambling podcast network and the college experience are brought to you by Burrow. Look, it's kind of hard to screw up a sofa. I mean, as long as you can sit on it, it's pretty much doing its fucking job, right? I mean, newsflash. Your couch doesn't have to just be whatever. It can actually be great. If you're ready to upgrade to a sofa worthy of your space, you've got to go with the originator the original. Jeez, the originator. <laughs> the Disruptor Furniture Brand Burrow. That's B-U-R-R-O-W. Look. Burrow's probably the sofa your listeners have, you know, have heard of, but you just probably don't know what the fuck it is. You've heard it on all these podcasts. You've heard people talk. What the hell is Burrow? They talking about the LSU quarterback. What is this couch Burrow? Well, I'm telling you, it's the one that you need to get because it's got a built in
1: USB charger. I mean, again. This is the computer couch.
0: You smoking this that the, weed? The, that's right. With the USB? Your weed pen runs out. <laughs> you yeah. got that bad air?
2: Yeah. You,
0: dude, yeah. you plug yeah. that bad boy in?
2: Yeah. You're
0: getting that good air. That's right. All right. Look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, this is a couch you, like you get when you're ready to actually start choosing your own furniture. You're not just grabbing a couch that you've got on Craigslist for 20 bucks. You know what I mean? This is the one you got to go out there. You really want to get... You know your shit together in life. People be proud of you. Your mom and dad say, Hey, I didn't raise a fucking idiot. This is the one you want a, a burrow couch sitting there.
1: That's how you show the world. That you're not a fucking idiot.
0: Exactly. And they're easy to set up, easy to move. It's a simple assembly. This isn't some, uh, Ikea, you go know, bring, bring a wrench and a you know, 400 fucking screws and a, and a, and a diaphragm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Huh? I don't like that. <laughs>
1: Uh what is a diaphragm that's like the little like uh she condom <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: uh durable fabric that n- can that naturally you know scratch and stain resistant meaning like you could take this Tecate throw it all over the fucking couch and it's gonna be fine all right it's not gonna smell boom like New Jersey all right <laughs> uh <laughs> Even if you start, if you're starting to furnish your place, a sofa is the perfect starting point. It makes any space look good. You know, um, you could pick your own fabric color. You could pick your leg finish. You could pick armrest style and even the length of it. You can add a, uh, a ottoman if you wanted to. Uh,
1: I mean, the customizable shit is really the selling point here for me. The fabric that's awesome. You know, obviously a, a, a huge factor. In, yeah. The in USB a piece of furniture. USB.
0: Not can't find can't charge your fucking phone. Can't find the little thing in the wall.
1: It's helpful. Yeah. It's not the be all and end all, but it's a nice little feature they throw in there for me. Customizing. You're like for
0: me, uh, if they could put a portable hand out of there, jerk my dick off. <laughs> yeah,
1: of course. <laughs> well, that's my idea. They should have a robot arm that you can clamp to like your bed. Right. Well, I've, I've, I'll, I'll go into this idea okay. later. Okay. There's a lot of like stuff. Uh,
0: yeah. We'll get to that one on <laughs> a later episode. Um, <laughs> So check us out. Get $75 off your purchase and uh, free one week shipping at burrow.com slash SGP. That's dot uh, com slash SGP for $75 off at burrow. Um, number three, Patty C. I want to talk about
1: this robot arm a little more. <laughs> Let's go. What do you want to talk about? Okay. So here it is, right? You, you can set it on automatic, right? This is a multi-feature. It can scratch your back, help you go to sleep. Give you a massage, right? Help relax your muscles. Will also help you go to sleep, right? And then it can do it can do uh, personal services for you, right? And that that's great, right? And what I'm thinking is like you can also make it like internet accessible, which you can upload. Like massages from different like or chiropractors, like you know whatever. Like a little program that goes into little, a little algorithm. That's right. They, yeah. they, they 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 use like you know on the NBA they put all the little balls all over the people's bodies to like yeah. show what their body motion would look like. Mm-hmm. You do that with like a pro masseuse, I'm and then you're it. getting a massage from a pro masseuse. Wouldn't it I, be
0: kind of weird that you sit on a couch with like an arm just sticking out of the side of it?
1: Maybe, but it'd be fucking. You get used to it. Yeah, and you could put also be like yeah,
0: and you could also like hold. The controller there when You're
1: not. Yeah. There. Yeah. Just boom. It's a yeah. your, your drink. That's yeah. fucking genius. I like it. Um, you're not going to be able to live without a robot arm at some point. Here's the other I thing. I am looking forward to robot humans robot. Well, here's it. And, and that's, that's the next part. Ready? You get. Yeah. Internet access to where someone else can, can control the arm. They wear like the Nintendo power glove on yeah. the other end of the internet. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah. uh, yeah. they're giving you a little, uh, back scratch. They give you an HJ. Boom. And here's where the industry really takes off. You want to use it for wholesome reasons? You get your wife on like the TV or in your computer screen on the other end, or she can just fucking access a robot body, right? She can like boom. You're talking all the way though. All the way. You know, yeah. you get a you get a sex doll, right? And then you put an internet in its head, right? The interwebs <laughs> you in Put its the head. interwebs in the robot uh uh hooker's head. And then your wife from across the country, or your favorite porn star, what? Whoever you want can access this. little
0: I've robot. said this forever. This is a genius idea. And it's gonna yeah. lead. Uh, we're never gonna need to get married or anything. Yeah. Because you could just, if you could just load up someone that looks like Jessica Alba, yeah. then
1: hey. And then both. Now,
0: sure, it'd be a better rush to go actually, and, and then be with the real version. But, but at the same what? time,
1: but you know how much work you'd have to do. That's what I'm saying. Life's pretty
0: simple, especially for guys. <laughs> it's like, can I watch the fucking ball game? Right. I got a robot that looks like friggin', friggin' Pam Anderson out yeah, here. Whoever, yeah, boom, we're good.
2: Um, okay,
1: number n- three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who's your number three tight end? I got uh, another one that really specifically uh, impressed me: um, a pussy blocker, a pussy blocker. No, not a terrible blocker. Um, Didn't even put up. I want to say the same catch numbers as a guy who played at the same school around the same time. Um, But Kobe Fleener, um, Mm. Mm, he he, was good. Didn't make my list, but he's good. He was so tall and he could jump so high. He was like a jump ball, like master in the college ranks, you know? And in that system where Harbaugh at that time was like two, two tight ends, a fullback and a tailback. You'd be lucky to have a fucking wide receiver on the field. 80% of the time, like the tight end was a massively important part of that Stanford offense. Um, and he took them and he took them from the gutter to uh, an elite team um, or a fringe of elite. Yeah. And uh, Kobe Fleener was one of the first guys that really took them. That's up true. To that he level. was, he
0: was good. He was good. Yeah. That's a decent, decent name. He would control,
1: he was legit like, all right, you can't cover him. And like, you know, he would control the game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He was good. He was good. Probably in my honorable mention, if I had to do that.
2: Nice. Uh,
0: My third one, I guarantee is not going to be on your list. Zach Mills, Tulsa. Talk about a number crunching animal. Yeah. I remember watching this kid and I was like, this motherfucker is just insane. He's getting like 10 catches a game. Yeah. hundred yards a game. Just an animal. It's kind of like the Jared Dillard. Like I had uh, at whiteouts. Yeah. Zach Mills, the tight end of that for the Tulsa golden hurricane, just tearing it up. Belichick drafted him. I thought, man, what a steal. Yeah. Didn't really cut it. I'm going to let, let's see how many years Zach Mills made it in the league.
1: Boy shredding but, it at Tulsa to make it all the way to number three on your list.
0: Oh dude. I just remember like, to me, like talk about like controlling a game. Yeah. he He was just killing it at Tulsa.
1: Well, let me tell you what, he's not even the number one, Zach Mills in college football. As far as I'm concerned, that would be uh, Penn State quarterback, Zach Mills, if I'm not mistaken. Was he their quarterback?
0: That might be. I think that sounds right. I think that's right. Zach Miller?
1: Maybe it's Zach Miller. I want to say.
0: No, I think it was Mills. I feel like there was a Mills
1: there. All right. Anyway, I thought that'd be fun. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Zach Mills, Penn State. Boom. Um. Okay. Now give us, uh, should I give my number two?
0: Yeah, fire away.
1: All right. Well, we've already kind of gone over these. You've already touched on these guys, but Heath Miller, uh, Virginia. Is there a little bit of a Virginia bias? Yes, of course. But in terms of also a dude that could do it all block, catch um, in that particular offense, it wasn't that he was going up over top of anyone and making plays, but you could run the guy down the seam. Uh, you could uh, put him on an out pattern. He uh, positioned himself. And by the way, I meant, I
0: meant Garrett mills, not Zach mills, okay. Garrett mills at Tulsa. Okay. I'm the fucking idiot over here. <laughs> okay. Um, he did last five years in the league. Anyway, continue on.
1: Um, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. yeah. So he, uh, he Miller, um, prototypical in a lot of ways, big lumbering motherfucking tight end, like uh, almost like a throwback to the, the olden days of tight ends. The, the, dit- the cat the tights, bozos, the cat bozos, the, <laughs> The, uh, who's the dude on the Giants. I'm sure you're going to get the Mark Bavaro's yeah. of the world. Um, so yeah, he was great. And um, I miss those days. I
0: want I want those days back.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's it for number two.
0: How did I say Zach Mills? Can't be Garrett Mills was the guy. Absolute fucking animal. There you go. Um, I don't know what the fuck got into me. Number two, I got Dallas Clark. This guy was awesome at Iowa. He was awesome. in The NFL He was Uh, I remember specifically at Iowa, though, you know, I was Produces more tight ends than fucking, you know, any other position, probably. Yeah, Offense lineman may be close. Uh,
1: then they put two, like, top 15 guys out last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Tight end. Ridiculous.
0: They just produce tight ends, man. But Dallas Clark, I remember him having huge games. I want to say, like, opening day. I want to say was maybe it was the like Iowa State game. I, I don't, I can't, it's been, like, a long time, but I remember just, Etched in my brain, he killed some teams. Man. Well, he
1: definitely, I didn't re- get to watch him as much at Iowa, which is probably why he didn't make my list. But in terms of absolutely destroying in the NFL. Yeah. He, he was like, uh, he had like wide receiver, not wide receivers, but like tailback speed,
0: Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, he was
1: good, man. Yeah.
0: Really good. Dallas Clark, Kirk Ferentz, Iowa. Here we go. Give me your number one. My
1: number one was Kellen Winslow Jr. Wow. I met him out partying in PB. Um, was he cool? I only met him for one second and he didn't seem like it. Was he uh, jerking off? He probably he probably had just gotten done with Did it. he like,
0: you know what? I, let me give you a robot arm. <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> this will <laughs> keep you out of jail. Um, <laughs> no, he just, he would catch it. He was fast. He'd get the ball, but he would punish too. You know, he'd get the ball. He'd fucking, he would demoralize the defense. And, you know, I think he was just after Miami was a championship team. I think that's when he, but Miami swag was that. that, I mean, that's the cycle for Miami is they like, they get the guys like, uh, Ed Reed's and shit that like grind their ass off and don't fuck around too much, but they talk their shit, but they're more like a quiet cockiness. Mm -hmm. And then like, then the Miami thing blows up again and all these hot shot assholes come on board. Kellen Winslow being one of them. But like at that point, right before Miami, like, Starts to lose their edge. They're really fucking brash and loud. Um, and he was, you know, so he was. Wasn't he said like I'm a war zone. Or something yeah, no, like I'm a fucking soldier. Yeah, they were attacking my knees. Um, but no, he was awesome, and uh, he was pretty damn good in the pros too. But uh, obviously, a head case. You know, he it, didn't have as good as pro careers I thought he would have. Yeah, the mental element kind of cut his pro career short.
0: My number one is Jermaine Gresham. Yeah, absolute animal, athletic freak. Uh, just made plays that made me jaw dropping plays to me. Yeah, the most out of anyone on this list for me, as yeah. far as just like, damn, he's fucking good.
1: Yeah, he was athletic for being that huge. Yeah,
0: I remember the one play like he like breaks, he dives for the end zone, like dives from like the five yard yeah. line. I was like, man, this fucking he guy gets is an up animal. in the air to come yeah. down with it. Yeah. yeah. So. uh not as, not as fun as our, our football or um, our wide receivers and running backs are more argumentative. This is kind of like, yeah,
1: just name a player, dude. Yeah. That's I mean, yeah. You don't have a ton of opinions on tight ends, but, but we're, we're giving it to you here. All right. Yeah. We're giving it to you. So we're slogging through this fucking uh, virus season.
0: Exactly. So. so let's switch over to the NFL. But before I get there, I want to tell you the college experience is brought to you by prop swap props is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Because you're buying the bet directly from another person, not only can you find great deals, but you can also buy bets from states where there is no sports betting. Get that prop swap account loaded up so when future buying returns, you can strike while the iron is hot. Um, sign up for propswap.com today, and they will give you a hundred percent match on your first deposit. Just enter the promo code SGP. That's SGP. At time of deposit, and PropSwap will match it up to $100. Go to PropSwap.com today. Void where prohibited. Patty C., this one was easier for me to do.
2: Yeah,
1: big time.
0: The NFL, top 10 tight ends. Hit me with your 10th tight end.
1: Well, I got a little tie here for number 10. I got two Pittsburgh Steelers, one of uh, the past and one of the further past. Um, Eric green, Eric green stud from Liberty, absolute stud. Uh, also prototype in that Ben Col uh, Ben coach mold. Mm. Um, but I think coach just had like a little longer of a reign of excellence. Yeah. Um, so Ben coach, will you'll see him later on my list, but Eric green, also an absolute stud ties with Heath Miller who had a little less athletic upside, but probably a, a, a longer duration of, uh, Mm. you know uh, if i was production. to go with
0: 11 because you're giving 11 i would have gone with uh either jay Novacek or mark bavaro
1: okay but my number 10 is frank wychek oh man he was good did he make your list he did not he probably should have mm. mm. in, in terms of a guy that could also block and get it done and he threw
0: the pass to kevin dyson man. that's true was that a forward pass
1: it was not you know you know for for like 20 years yeah. maybe for like 25 years now or when was that that was I wanna say ninety nine? Ninety-nine, so I guess like twenty years. Cause it was yeah. just recently that I went back and watched that. It went backwards. Yeah. Legit. I thought the whole time was bullshit and then it went forward. That shit went backwards. That was a legit touchdown. It's yeah, fucking you hated, insane. You hated the Titans. And I wasn't a big fan of the Titans. Yeah, that too. So uh what was that against the Bills? Yeah. That was the worst. The Bills, spot.
0: that was no, they deserved that. Because Doug Flutie got him to the playoffs and they they sent him out week sixteen or seventeen. No, they sent him out week seventeen. Yeah. Because Flutie had already they they clinched yeah they start rob johnson who uh you know was they invested in but it was shit all season yeah. the past couple of years rob johnson has like a great game against a horrible team
2: yeah and they're like and you're then, starting the playoffs yeah
0: and apparently apparently uh, i used to blame wade phillips for that but apparently that was a call from ownership yeah but they deserve to lose that game for karma. yeah
1: how the fuck do you not let Flutie yeah. give get a chance he was like a pro bowler that year too yeah All that said, I am glad Steve McNair got a chance to shine in the Super Bowl for a little bit. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, but, uh, yeah. Frank, Wycheck, Hell of a fucking tight end. Maryland Terrapin. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, number nine, number nine. Well, Jimmy Graham didn't make my top 10. Believe it or not. He goes up, he gets the ball. He's fucking tall and long and all that stuff. And. He's a good football player. Not a not a great blocker at all, but uh yeah. an effective like threat that you have to have to account Very for. Very athletic. Yeah.
0: Why number nine's a guy from Santa Clara. Who do you got? UC Santa Clara. Brent Jones. Did he not make your top two? He, he's
1: a slightly higher on my list. Okay.
0: Brent Jones was a, a hell of a good tight end. Perfect for that West Coast offense. Yeah. Had some speed, he some athleticism. Run. Yeah. Uh Probably a better blocker than Graham was. Yeah. But I don't think they still used him a lot for blocking.
2: Yeah. He
1: was, he was more of like, yeah. a, he wasn't, I mean, he was a, a bit of a blocker, but he was, he was certainly like a, a speed tight end.
0: He was good. He was really good. I remember always being impressed
1: with them. Had a pretty, pretty decent sized career. If you like to. Yeah. So
0: I'll give it over Brent
1: Jones at number nine for yeah. you. All yeah. right. My number eight, Jay Novacek of the Dallas Cowboys. My number 11,
2: there you go. Uh, Out of Wyoming. The nice.
1: Cowboys. Yeah. He was a cowboy for life. Um, just good blocker, good pass catcher. That was a Redskin killer. He was. He was a fucking Redskin killer. You know what? Jay Novicek probably benefited from being like the sixth option offensively for that team. But, you know. He definitely did his was, part to fuck up. I feel
0: like he was like eight, a lot of people would think like Michael Irvin would be his like
1: go-to go to target.
0: No, it was Novacek. Yeah, for the big like big third down and seven. Yeah, it was not Michael Irvin.
1: Yeah, it was Novacek. Novacek got yeah. them. Cut the chains moving a yeah. lot for those Cowboys teams. That's uh, a good. That's
0: a good dude. He's a very good tight end. Yeah, it's hard, it's tough when you're doing a top ten list because I don't want to shit on Novacek because he's a very very good tight end. Of course. Yeah, of
1: course. All right, give me your number uh, eight. My number eight is Keith Jackson. Nice. He didn't make your top ten. No. Wow. I really don't remember him well enough. Well, I can tell you that if... What year did he retire in?
0: I would say late 90s. Let's pull up Keith Jackson, the tight end from Oklahoma. (coughs) Bless you. Bless you. Okay. He retired. He had over 5,000 career yards, 49 touchdowns. He retired in 96 after winning a Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers.
1: Yeah, I remember him a little bit.
0: Eagles, Dolphins, Packers. This guy had speed, athleticism. He was legit. If he was not in Buddy Ryan's offense, he probably would have had monster. If he played in today's NFL, this guy would have monster
1: numbers.
2: Yeah, big um, dude.
1: Monster numbers. Rocking the number eighty-eight. Is that is that the most tight end? No, that's a wide receiver's number. Yeah, probably. I feel
0: like eighty-five is like a,
1: yeah, a great tight end number. Um,
0: hit me with your number. What's
1: my number seven. Uh, seven. Well, we already talked about him, Brent Jones. So mm-hmm. we don't have to spend too much time on him. He uh, managed to stay in play for a long time. A little bit it. of
0: that Novacek thing, though, is that they had, you know, whether it was Roger Craig or Ricky Waters, yeah. whether it was Tom Rathman or William Floyd, when yeah. it was John Taylor, Jerry
1: Rice, or Terrell Owens.
0: Wonder how much they benefited from him. When did he retire? When did Brent Jones
1: uh, I don't think he was there with Terrell Owens. You think yeah, I think you're right. I think he was uh done before then. But yeah, always definitely like uh an afterthought for the defense and based on that was able to get a ton of numbers and make a bunch of big plays. When you're left alone, it certainly helps. Brent Jones, first off, he was
0: drafted and cut by the Steelers. Yeah. Ooh. ooh, that that stinks. 10-year career in the NFL. My, uh, what year did troll Owens do you think come in the league? Because Brent Jones played in 97 was his last year. They
1: probably had like a one-year crossover yeah. there. But uh, he was good, man. Very good tight end. Yep. Give me your number se- seven.
0: My number seven tight end is a, is a uh, guy by the name of Jeremy Shockey.
1: Mm. Didn't make my top 10.
0: I think he was better. Did- See, Jimmy Graham benefited from being... Well, Does Shockey play for the Saints too? Mm, I think... I feel like both played for the Saints.
1: Now you're gonna make me look up Jeremy St- Shockey stats. We're doing all this. Uh, the fucking tight ends is a tough one, man. He played, uh, yeah, for three years on the Saints.
0: Okay, but I feel like the Saints were more fine tuned when they had uh, Jimmy Graham. But I feel like Shockey on the Giants was better than Jimmy Graham. He was
1: getting a lot of catches on the Giants. Uh, 74,
0: 61, 65, 66. I think he was the best. Uh, it wasn't the best tight end football, right? He was close.
1: He was up there. He was close at the time. So I got Jeremy Shockey on my list. All righty. Now my number, what did we say? Uh, six. Yeah. Uh, Shannon Sharp. Um, this is where you start to get to a different level for me. I agree. Yeah. Shannon Sharp. Uh, definitely. Uh, a, a, a fine enough blocker, but in terms of wide receiver, uh, a true threat.
0: Yeah, the first less than like, eighty yard touchdown on you. Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly, dude. That will stretch the field that you could not fucking leave alone because it will torch you. Uh, Shannon Sharp was a great. He's one. higher on my list.
0: Okay, um, but not much higher because my number six is Jason Witten. Okay, he's a little higher on my list. Great tight end out of Tennessee. Yeah, uh, horrible announcer, but uh, <laughs> recently signed with the Las Vegas Raiders. Nice. Um, this guy was—he's unstoppable. Tony Romo's go-to receiver. Yeah, very good tight end. Very, very good tight end. Um, I—I d- I actually think if it wasn't for this position being really, really good the rest of the way, like I said, he is a tier one tight end to me. Yeah, I just have him rated as the lowest of the tier one.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Now, who was it? What are those? Uh, the brothers—is it Marcellus? Uh, Bennett. Bennett. Yeah. yeah. One of those dudes. Whoever plays the tight end is that yeah. Marcellus Bennett. Yeah. Uh was saying that uh Witten wouldn't help him at all, like learn the uh which I guess, you know, if this dude's your competitor. Well oh,
0: Favre didn't do that for Rodgers. you could do this for a million fucking things. Yeah,
1: but it's kind of a douche move. Of course. Yeah. So I, I I don't factor that into his ability as a tight end, but it makes me like him a little less. Then again, Marcellus Bennett also a douchebag. Yeah. So yeah. Um Um Who's your number five? My number five. Again, we're in the elites now. So uh Antonio Gates.
2: Mm, he's um, on my list a
1: little higher. Gotcha. Yeah. He's uh in terms of um well Shannon Sharp is like a, a tight end and a wide receiver body. In terms of guys that are in a tight end body, Antonio Gates is probably the the biggest home run threat of the bunch. Yeah. Uh, of the remainders. He was he was a great wide receiver and a great uh, had great speed, great athleticism. Um, and the and numbers I had back a magical,
0: uh, March madness run at, uh, Kent state, I believe it was nice. Um, my number five is Shannon sharp. Okay. I have a little bit ahead of Witten Morley for the game breaking element. Yeah. I can remember. Like, I think it was that somewhere in the playoffs, Ravens Raiders. I think Shannon sharp, had, like a 90 yard touchdown.
1: Are you talking about Shannon sharp or, uh, Shannon sharp. Okay. He's your number five. You said? Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, at a Savannah State. Oh yeah. But um Sharp was a beast. He was one-dimensional, but he was a beast. Yeah. Um he
1: could run any route. Yeah. Which is rare for a wide receiver. You can yeah. send him on a corner, free him on a pose, and out. Can't
0: stand his uh his morning show <laughs> or his opinion on sports, but hey. <laughs> more you know power what? to him. It's I America. Ap-
1: I appreciate Shannon Sharp because he has embraced the character that he is. And like when you don't hold him like it, when that when you take it with a grain of salt, what he's doing, which I think is is intended a little bit, then it becomes funny.
0: Kind of like I always preferred Sterling Sharp to Shannon Sharp. Well, Sterling Sharp
1: was yeah, he was a great receiver and a class act and not annoying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, definitely preferable because uh, fucking Shannon Sharp's annoying as shit. Yeah, but um, I find him a little bit funny. Uh, number four for me, you're going to disagree, Rob Gronkowski.
0: Wow. I am going to disagree because he's higher on my list.
1: Yes. Big, obviously great blocker. Like we've mentioned, uh, you know, a threat to catch the ball. Humongous. You talk about a giant catch radius. What Rob Gronkowski lacked to me is straight up like speed and athleticism. You know, he, I'm not saying the guy was a bad athlete, but when you watch the guy run, it looks like yeah. <laughs> Fred Flintstone or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh yeah he's
0: higher on my list um my number four is uh ben winter coats
1: that's my number three uh
0: this guy was an absolute stud for a lot of years and also mm. the most underrated i'm gonna go ahead and say this out of everyone on this list easily the best blocking tight end i think yeah easily the best block. parcells loved some blocking tight ends yeah
1: he was a true uh true Ace do it all.
0: Yeah, uh, great hands and just a hell of a good tight end. Ben Winter Coates. All right, your number three is Ben Winter Coates. So that yeah. means I'm going again. Ben Coates also got a Super Bowl late in his career on the Ravens. They nice. had Shannon Sharp and Ben Coates on that team. There you go. Um, yeah. My number three is Antonio Gates. Nice. This guy, I feel like for thirty years, this guy was catching third down and fives. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Early in his career, he was kind of explosive late in his career though. He was just, he could find that, that soft spot in the zone. Get the first down. Gates I feel, you're well, talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just absolutely ageless. That guy could, I still feel like this right now. He could play in the NFL. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, talk about like Vernon Davis, like has been in and out of the NFL a few times and he can always come back because the athleticism is there. The same thing with uh Antonio Gates. Yeah. He's always going to be a fucking six foot, what, seven?
0: Yeah. yeah. Super
1: athlete, you know. So uh, agreed. So, number two. My number two is Jason Witten. Wow. Yeah. I just, a dude that, in terms of, uh, I mean, I've said this a bunch, but he's a little undersized to be a straight prototype, but in terms of a, a receiving tight end, a good blocker.
0: He is a good blocker, too
1: and uh he gets you know what he does he goes after the ball he 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 stabs like he's you throw the ball into a crowd with some other defenders yeah he'll come out with it like he's he's kind of like a, a tenacious uh tight end and a clutch playmaker for Dallas he has been for years it's a wonder they haven't gone further in the playoffs that's a horribly mismanaged yeah. team because He's been one of a bunch Jerry of Jones. talented. Yeah, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones really like everyone thought off the top that he was some fucking like miracle worker based on like Firing Landry brings in Jimmy Johnson. And yeah, trades Herschel Walker for a fucking uh gold mine. <laughs> and then yeah, for a whole team. And then he hasn't done shit for twenty five years yeah. since then. So yeah. Jimmy he Johnson sucks. was the brains of that. Yeah, you think?
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. Before I get to my number two, I want to tell you that, uh, the the college experience is brought to you by ACE per head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but don't know how, well, that's why you listen to us. And we tell you about ACE per head, go to ACE dot backslash SGP. And I'll get to the rest in a second. Here. ACE per head is, is, is here to help you start your own sports book. That provides you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support, twenty-four-seven, and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Aceperhead offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com/sgp. Once again, that's aceperhead.com/sgp. Whoo! How are you? We're nice. on number two. My number two is Rob Gronkowski.
1: Yeah,
2: buddy.
0: And I think you can argue him for number one. I think you're a fool for having Jason Witten above Rob Gronkowski. Fuck you. Here's the only element I will say.
1: He's faster.
0: He's injury prone.
1: Gronkowski. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But athletically a freak, unbelievable tight end. I hated watching him against my jets, Yeah. but goddamn it. Was he good? So I got Rob Gronkowski at number two, the Arizona wildcat. Wow.
1: All right. Well, Do we have the same tight end? Number one in agreement for number one, as we have been from Cal
0: also played basketball Antonio Gates style. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez. So our team right now only has one difference, right? And that's quarterback. Yeah. You have Tom Brady on the Buccaneers (laughs) and I have John Elway. There you go. No 15 greater quarterbacks from the Denver (laughs) personnel. Um, or as good, I should say, not greater. Um, so my team right now is Elway, Barry Sanders, Rice. Your number two was Moss. I want Calvin Johnson. So it be Rice, Calvin Johnson. My tight end would be Tony Gonzalez. Your tight end would be Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. And we got the offensive line coming next.
1: Boom. We're gonna have a, a, a wager on whose super team is better would win. Yes.
0: Maybe I'll write it up over at dot podcast.com. Make sure you check us out. Great articles. I'm doing a college football piece coming out. Uh, lots of good college football content at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Also, the D Madness stuff. A lot of good shit. Some fantasy football stuff for the NFL just been re- released by NC Nick over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. So check it out. You can find. Uh, how about you give us an iTunes review? Jesus, you're stuck at home being miserable. Fucking give us an iTunes review. Is that that hard to ask, Patty C?
1: I think it's possible. Yeah. I mean,
0: if we got 300 views on a Tecmo Super Bowl game, can we get just, just 10% of that? Look, tell the world what 30, give us 30 comments,
1: what pieces of shit we are. Give us yeah. five
0: stars. Yeah.
1: But tell, you know, <laughs> <laughs> give us the five
0: stars. Use some of that bad air of yours. Get yeah. it out of your body.
1: That's right. Put it down on paper. We're scumbags. We're pieces of shit. We do know our sports, you know, just tell right. it like it is and boom,
0: put it down. Give us a five star. You can find us on all platforms. We are the College Experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Sports Gambling Podcast Network is on Twitter at the SGP Network. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight three one. I am on Twitter at the Colby D and NC Nick, who is uh, a guest of ours and uh, comes on frequently and also uh, makes college football, and college basketball picks with us for every Division One college football, and college basketball game. Also, he writes a lot of content over at uh, sports Check out NC Nick at NC underscore N I C K guys. This is the college
1: experience. Patty, do any last words? Uh, if a tank comes up to your front door, <laughs> don't fight it <laughs> <laughs> or Let, what a, what a, that, that is bad air. That's bad air. Hey, they m-
0: might <laughs> shoot some bad air at you. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Well, I'll say this. Okay. If, uh, if it gets to that point, listen to apocalypse radio. We're going to start yeah, the Apocalypse uh,
0: radio is here for you. We're
1: going to start the resistance.
0: There we go. Uh, and then we'll give you ideas on how to take on a tank. Don't try to be like one of these fucking guys in Palestine where you just throw a fucking rock at it. You <laughs> know what I mean? That's not a good idea. Right? Like, right I right. admire them. We'll come up with something better <laughs> uh, guys. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out.